Welcome and thank you for joining us at Christian International Ministries. Our vision is to help you hear God's voice to change your world. For more information about this and other resources, please visit www.christianinternational.com. Amen. He is good to us. Amen. Amen. Let me share just a, I just want to exhort you a few minutes. Uh, then we're going to worship again. Okay. We're just going to, there's just something about being in the presence of God. Let the, the glory, amen, and, and the presence of the Lord just, just overtake us in these times. And, uh, and so we're going to, we're just going to, I'm just going to exhort. And if any of the elder, other elders want to come and give an exhortation, please feel free. And, um, and we're just going to see what God is, is saying and doing. God's speaking so clear, my goodness. He's got so much to say. He really does. And there's so much to do. Um, so it's, 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 it's amazing to sense what the Lord is saying and doing. Let me just read you something out of Proverbs. And I'm going to share something from Bishop. Um, Proverbs 3 says, Do not let kindness and truth leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablets of your heart, so you will find favor and a good repute in the sight of God and men. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. As I read that, I want us to really just trust God and understand that we don't understand everything. Okay? Can you, can you understand that? Right? There are things sometimes I don't understand. But yet there's such a peace that comes over me. It brings a peace beyond my understanding. And those, this might be one of that, those times for, for many of you. Many of you might feel like, no, 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 no. She can't go yet. We've got to fight, fight, fight. Let me share a testimony as I was thinking. And, and before I read this this morning, a couple years back, my father was, was hit on a motorcycle. We left here. It was a Friday night, School of the Holy Spirit, when we got the phone call. And immediately, we headed to Daytona Beach. And we got there, and the next day he was in ICU in critical condition, and all of a sudden things turned bad, and he coded. And we were on the phone with Pastor Tom and Pastor Jane as it happened. And we was talking, they were praying in the spirit, and, and, and Pastor Jane got on the other phone and called Bishop and told him what was happening. And Bishop said, stop praying. Stop. He's going home to be with the Lord. He knew that the prayer in that direction needed to stop. And immediately, the peace of God filled the place where we were with my, my mom and my brothers and my sister. We were in a room, and, and we, were, we were in panic mode. Got to do something. But Bishop said he knew that wasn't the prayer to be prayed then. And what I'm going to read you should help you understand where things are at right now. Not that our faith doesn't leap up in us and say, God can do anything. God can do anything he's got. And if he wants to raise her up from that bed, whoo, yeah, do it. He can do it. OK? 
okay? But let me read you something. This is from our bishop. It's on my phone, so it's a little small, and <laughs> let me find it. Just want to make sure everyone has an update on mom. Love you all. Update on mom Hammond from Bishop Bill Hammond. Dear loved ones, mom Hammond had a vision of Jesus standing at the end of her bed smiling with his hands extended toward her with a beckoning, welcoming her, welcoming Let's see, with, with a beckoning, welcoming, with a, with a welcoming look on her face. This is a text, so I have to fill in a couple of spots. <laughs> she believes it is her time to be with Jesus in heaven. We are at the hospital in Panama City. They are getting ready to move her into hospice. Her kidneys have ceased functioning. They say she is not strong enough to receive dialysis. She has pneumonia and her lungs are filling up. Her throat has a blockage and she cannot swallow. Her chest hurts from the CPR that was performed on her the other day. They say everything is shutting down and there is nothing they can do medically. Other than that, a sovereign intervention, she will be with, other than that, a sovereign intervention she will be with Jesus soon, a day, maybe seven. It is breaking my heart and tears flow continually, but I am submitted to the will and the timing of God. When thousands pray, believe, decree, intercede, and many, in, for many months and death still comes anyway, then there is no lack of prayer or faith but an overriding timing and purpose of God. God's ways and timing are so much higher than ours, and we submit to his wisdom, timing, and purpose. My strong desire and determination was for my wife of 59 years to be with me at my 6080 celebration in October. But it is, but but if she goes on to heaven, I know that she will be with, with us, viewing from heaven and rejoicing with us. I love and appreciate each and every one of you for the hours of faithful, faithful prayers, believing and standing, and with us during this time. We will let you know further as things develop. Your bishop, Dr. Bill Hammond. Amen. I hope that brings much clarity to whatever you may be feeling in a, in a way of anxiety toward what's happening right now. I think there's a, a wisdom and an understanding. And let me let you also know that you, the hospital is open for visitors. Pastor Tom, Pastor Jane Bishop, welcome you if you want to go. If you see the place overwhelmed, please be mindful of that. Maybe back away a little bit and because it is just a room <laughs> only so many people we got spanked last night because we were too loud 
<laughs> they had to come down and say, hey, we love a party. But because we were laughing. We were around Mom Hammond, and we were laughing and joyous of, of her life. And we were, we were interacting as family interacts. One of the nurses came in and says, we really do love a party. We love when we hear this. But there's some folks that are trying to sleep, so we're just going to shut your door. <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> but that you are welcome. This is a family. And if you want to go up, it's, it's Bay Medical Center, now known as Sacred Heart. But I think the signs still say Bay Medical. It is, she is in the hospice uh, ward of the, of the hospital, and it's, uh, it's the building beyond, behind the hospital if you do go up there. Um, haven't heard a report this morning of anything. So, But also, if you bring your children, you need to prepare them. When I, I, I don't know how much experience you've had with somebody that's passing on to be with the Lord, but there's a lot that happens to their physical body. So she doesn't look like mom always looked. She's passing on. So um, if you do bring your children, explain to them. Okay, and be wise with your kids, but it's okay. It's okay to share with them. Let me share another scripture with you. Hallelujah. And then I want to give opportunity if anybody wants to share as far as the elders. Um, but then we're going to do something. We're going we're gonna to do, we're going to worship the Lord. You know, we're going we're gonna, to, and, and if things transpire this week, we're going to worship the Lord. And, and if, if we have a service to perform in the natural, we're going to worship the Lord. Because that's what we do. And, and that's who we are. So it's, it's, it's an awesome celebration of her life, even though I know she's not, she's not gone and we don't want to put her anywhere yet. But we also see what's happening and we're aware. And we want to celebrate what we have now and we want to celebrate the future. We want to celebrate what God's doing. Let me read you a scripture out of Philippians chapter 4. It says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Always. Let your gentle spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near. Be anxious for nothing. In everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And in peace, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. The things you learn and receive and heard and seen in me, practice these things. And the God of peace will be with you. Those are promises of the word that we should meditate on. These are the promises of the word. And there's so much in the word of God that you can draw from and, and get strength from in times like this. I encourage you to open up the word and be encouraged. I encourage you to get into the, into the word of God. Turn on the, 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 the worship music. And let the presence of God just really anoint you. Just fall all over you. 
because that's what God wants to do in the season. There's, there's such a, a peace in these type of things when, when, we, when, we get, when we go through these as Christians. When I see people that don't have Christ have to deal with death and the, the uncertainty of it and the, to them the darkness of it, wow, there's so, what we have is such a blessing. What a blessing to have the understanding that we have of life and appreciate it so much and live it so much. It should cause us all to take another look. And I want to encourage you. I mean, we didn't expect this in the midst of all this that we've been saying, but it became very aware in prayer this morning. This is all part of the renovation. And it's all part of what God, God knew. God knows the plan. He has the days numbered. He knew we would be here in the midst of all of this. It's all part of his plan. So in that, we rejoice, even though it's sorrowful to lose some, someone we love so dearly, to see them at this place and time. It, it hurts the soul man. But it also, as a spirit man, causes me to say, wow, God is just awesome. He is so awesome, and his plan is so perfect. Amen? We got, we're going to hear from Prophet Bill, and, and you're going to share a little bit, so please, yes, come. I think our years here, 25 of them, have been blended so with personal relationship as well as ministry relationship. And so last night as we were up there fellowshipping with Bishop and Mom and the family, Apostle Tom and Jane, Bishop wanted to tell us all of his stories of Mom Hammond, and of course I have two or three I'd like to share. I remember when we first came here, Mom Hammond seemed to be in one degree in the background until you got into a personal meeting. And then Bishop was there with his wife. And I can remember Mom Hammond sharing so clearly and so directly the wisdom of the Lord and God's direction and often would correct all of us and would tell us kind of how it is. And I love that about Mom Hammond because she could be so clear. Then I also saw Mom Hammond with Apostle Leon and Donna up, up in uh, Versailles and in many different meetings and different settings. And they had such a good relationship as a family and I know that Marilyn and different ones who are here that are a part of that extended family, that it's not necessarily particularly easy. Maybe we have our tears or our particular grief about letting go of Mom Hammond, but they have a family grief that they're walking through as sisters. And so we want to stand with them, amen, and encourage them and pray for them. But on top of all of that, in, in so many years, serving apostles Tom and Jane, I have seen him cry, but not like this. This is his mama. 
and last night as we were there, Bishop was trying to uh, connect and tell stories and have mom respond in one way or another. And so we just all kind of said in unison, Bishop, kiss her. If she responds to your kisses, kiss her. And so he stood up and went over to Mom Hammond and began to kiss her all over her face. And her eyes began to open and she began to respond and connect with us because of the kisses. And those of you who know Mom Hammond, you know that uh, if you're close to her at all, that she was headed towards you with what we called a scud kiss, whether you wanted it or not, <laughs> on the lips. And we have friends that are associated and connected, and they were not prepared for Mom's Hammond coming and headed toward their lips. <laughs> but that's who she was. That's who Mom Hammond was. So I saw Bishop kissing her, and she began to respond and open up and connect, and we were able to talk and share. Because even if people are un subconscious or not particularly there, they hear you. They hear what you're saying. And so uh, Bishop, Bishop did that, and then all of a sudden, Apostle Tom stood up. And with tears of sadness for his mama, he began to kiss her and began to tell her goodbye. Because those are not particularly easy times. Both my wife and I have lost our parents on both sides, so we understand. But I want to share with you as a person who understands grief, but also understands joy, I asked Mom Hammond through a particular trial that my wife and I were going through, I said, when I, I know you've got something to say. What is it, Mom Hammond? And she began to give me some deep pearls of wisdom that really, really carried my wife through a time of difficulty. Because how many of you know you get wisdom two different ways that I know of? From God and through experience. And of course, she's had plenty of both. So she began to tell us what to do and how to do and how to respond. And it began to give us an open hope that was way beyond anything we could understand. So as an elder here in this house and as a leader... I want to encourage you that there's the family side and then there's the ministry side. My son was telling us, Trin, at home, as we were talking about Mom Hammond and this process, he said, Dad, do you remember when I was in the ministry training college, Mom Hammond came and talked? And one of the things she began to tell us about ministry is that ministry is about other people, not you. It's about giving and giving all of yourself. And I can say today here today that Mom Hammond did that. She gave of herself without holding back. And of course, it always showed up, as I'm saying, with that scud missile kiss that she would head towards you with, <laughs> with her red lipstick or whatever is on her lips. 
And she was trying to let you know what? That you were accepted and that you belonged. So please understand that's her message. You belong. You're a part. You're accepted. And you're a part of the family. So we want to enter into this time as she is going home to be with Jesus, not with sadness, although there's a measure of grief and sadness and that, that we want everybody to experience. But there's also celebration because it's angels and it's heaven and it's trumpets blowing and it's her home going and we need to celebrate with her as she begins to enter this new place with Jesus. Amen? Amen. As I've listened to what others have shared and all, and I'm, I'm cause I've been here 23 years, I guess. I've, I've lost count. But as I as I've heard what others have shared, there's a scripture that for me has become very personal. And as we think about mom, I think about this scripture. It says, as for God, it, for this God is our God forever and ever, and he will be our guide even unto death. And that's become really personal to me. I live alone. And that's okay. I don't live alone because the Lord's with me. And it's comforting to know that he's there to guide me, even unto death. And he will be with her. And it's also, as many people as we're praying, fasting, there's something so personal with each one of us with the Lord that he says, delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. And I believe at this phase in her life, the desire of her heart is to go be with the Lord. So her desire overrode everything else. And that brings it down to a really, really per per personal level. So, and you know, I, the first ministry trip that Charlie and I went on when we came here, we were brand new at CI. We went to Guyana, and I won't go into that. But I have, I have good memories. They weren't good at the time. They were good after we got back and had air conditioning and clean clothes and, you know, those kind of things. But they were precious times. And I know we'll all miss her. And it says, you know, morning lasts, but joy cometh in the morning. Sometimes that night season is a long time. So my prayer is, you know, with all of us, we'll be sensitive to family during this time because the night, I've been there personally, and sometimes the night season is longer than you want the night season to be. But I stand here and say, you know, joy does come in the morning. doesn't come instantly, and sometimes it sort of comes and goes. But it does come, and God has, and you know, as you get, as you get older, and I'm realizing that I'm saying that I'm getting older, that didn't occur to me until maybe 10 or 15 years ago. But heaven sounds really good. You know, we get, you know, as a young person, you think you're going to live forever and all, but as you get older and you've, you've done different things and, you, you know, your time is coming, 
And so it's not something, it's not something that I don't believe, I don't think mom dreads it. She's not dreading it. It's something that she's looking, and I know most of y'all knew Charlie, my husband, and I had uh, a friend that, and if I say much, y'all will all guess it, but uh, she was out of town at at the time that Charlie went home to be with the Lord, and I called her, and I told her, I said, Charlie's gone. She said, well, praise God. Praise God. He's with that great crowd of witnesses that's cheering us on. And I thought, well, you know, you're right. You're the only person that responded in that manner. (laughs) But it's okay. It's okay. And so we just, you know, our heart goes out to Bishop and, and, and all. But I just see our desire and what God has for us and our relationship is so personal that it's just that one-on-one, even though all the others, and like you said, you know, God could do, he could, he, this thing could reverse, but if it doesn't, we just, we all have good memories, and uh, she would be, she would be pleased, and so that's all I have to say, so I don't need to keep trying to add to it. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for these kind words. Amen. Hallelujah. Mom, you know, it's funny. Mom, mom has been saying for a couple of months, I'm ready to go. And Bishop would argue with her, no, you're not. He, she, she would say, no, I, I am. And, uh, you know, I guess there's something in our internal clock spiritually that lets you know certain things when, when it's you. And, um, he, he says in his little thing, it was his desire to have her here. But, you know, it's the timing of the Lord. The days are numbered. And sometimes it's not always the way we want it to be. But I, I am so encouraged to read his words. It causes my faith to rise. And it causes me to be encouraged. Does it, you, not you? And you heard the words and, and you've read that maybe on Facebook, it's on Facebook, uh, of, of him sharing his heart with, with everyone he loves. You know, so often he shares his heart from the pulpit and preaches and, and stuff, but now you heard, you heard his heart from, from the man. And, and it's so, so encouraging to hear that. Well, we're going we're gonna to just worship the Lord a little bit and uh, just, just let God brood over us and, and love on us and we'll love on him and we want to encourage you to love on them and uh, just, just be who we are as a family. Amen.